Welcome to the Kevin White Show. Broadcasting live from the USA. Get ready for a powerful word from God with the encouragement, strength, and comfort you need for today. Come say hello to friends around the world from 163 different countries. Hello, Thank you for subscribing, commenting, and sharing the show. Kevin White is a best-selling author. His books are available in all formats and multiple languages worldwide, everywhere books are sold. As an international speaker, Kevin has flown over a million miles to 28 different countries and spoken to thousands of audiences. Welcome to the Kevin White Show. Broadcasting live from the USA. Get ready for a powerful word from God with the encouragement, strength, and comfort you need for today. Come say hello to friends around the world from 163 different countries. Hello, Thank you for subscribing, commenting, and sharing the show. Kevin White is a best-selling author. His books are available in all formats and multiple languages worldwide, everywhere books are sold. As an international speaker, Kevin has flown over a million miles to 28 different countries and spoken to thousands of audiences around the world. A serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of churches, businesses, and nonprofits throughout the world. Kevin is CEO of Spirit Media, a full-service and multinational publishing, branding, and marketing company based in the USA. Okay, who's ready to prosper in the presence of God? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and help welcome your friend and mine, Kevin White. Hello, good morning, everyone. Welcome. I hope you are doing well. How's everybody? It is Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. How are you doing? I'm Kevin. I'm coming at you live from the USA. And I want to show you how live this show actually is today. We are in a new facility. Um, as you can see, there's not a whole lot other than some color behind me. Uh, let me take you on a tour real quick. Uh, we just moved. Spirit Media just moved into a new facility. It's still rough around the edges. But I just want to show you the gift of God that has been given to us. And I hope you're able to see this huge white building behind me. This is now the home. Look at that. It's so great. This is our offices all right here on the first floor. If you can see that. I want to give you a quick tour of the building before we dive into the, the word today. Go ahead and say hello to family and friends. This is our lobby, as you can see here. These doors will be changed for glass. And then this is our office suite. We call this the Business Impact Center. And we have, there's Melissa. Good morning. Welcome to the Business Impact Center. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And this is going to get built out. Um, but we have offices. You can pick your office, please. Uh, all of these private furnished offices are available for lease uh, through the Business Impact Center. We got boardrooms and meeting rooms and more offices back through there. Our break room right here. But I'm going to head back over to the studio. This will become our new podcast studio for Spirit Media. 
And, <clears throat> and so say hello to family and friends around the world. Let us know where you're watching from. I uh, see Pastor Minaj there. He prayed over this building for us when he was here in North Carolina. Vanit, when are you coming to North Carolina? We're waiting for you. Your office is here. Yes, Brittany, here comes your space for your office. It'll be a long commute, but I think you can do it eventually. Roger and Lori, now that's a longer commute, but you're welcome here. Your space is waiting. Lindell, okay, you're going to need a plane to get over here. Um, from the Philippines, hope you're doing well. Ronald, good morning. Dinesh, namaste to everyone in India. Barbara, hello, how are you? God bless you. Tracy from Apex, the country of Apex, North Carolina. Um, yeah, God bless you. Thank you for being here. Michael from Nigeria. Look at all the countries God is adding. Do you know the show goes out to 163 different countries over the next 90 days? Anytime you're able to watch live, I encourage you to do so. But if you miss live, then you can always watch later on YouTube. There's Abel from Pakistan. Yes, God bless you. You can watch live or later on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram now. Let us know if you're watching on Instagram. This is brand new connection. Uh, yes, namaste there in India. Joshua from India. Yes, Joshua, your office is waiting for you. Come on in. Um, yeah, so welcome, everyone. And today's word is the word salt. Salt. How many of you woke up this morning thanking God that you are the salt of the earth? How many of you think about you being salt on a daily basis? Can I just confess? I, I, I rarely do. I don't really think that much about the people of God being salt. But Jesus declared you are salt. I am salt. The people of God are salt. What does he mean by that? Why does he use salt? Let's dive into Matthew uh, chapter five. There we go. Um, oh, I want to show you one more thing while we're behind the scenes before we dive in. Look at this. Here is Tracy. Here is Justin. Justin's in Canada this morning. Hope yep. You're doing well. Tracy is there in the country of Apex. This is our behind the Good scenes. Morning. Yeah. And so when you get your live podcast show produced through Spirit Media, you'll have that back office taking care of all of the technology so that you can focus on the message. I'm so grateful uh, for them. Look at Matthew chapter five. <clears throat> yes, dream team. Matthew chapter five, you are the salt of the earth. But what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again, it will be thrown away and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and put and then puts it under a basket. Instead, the lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. I want you to hear that differently than I have heard it the majority of my life. I heard that passage and immediately felt guilty. I heard that passage as expectation from God and felt guilty. I want you to hear it 
with empowerment from God and feel reliant on the Lord. I want you to, if we could just go back through that one more time, look at Matthew chapter five, one more time. And I want you to see something here. Okay. I want you to see a provision of empowerment from God, but the trick of the enemy. All right. Look at this. It says you are the salt of the earth. If it finished right there, you, you would, you would have some appreciation to the declaration, but Jesus continues not to say, but look how bad you're failing. Have you ever read it like that? Immediately, we feel like failures. That's the trick of the enemy. Jesus is not saying you should be the salt of the earth, but look at you. You're worthless. You're not doing a good job. How are you and my ambassadors? I said you would be my witness. You have a bad attitude last night with your spouse. You call you a witness. Jesus isn't saying any of that. Jesus is declaring truth. He said, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. The truth is you are salt of the earth. And the truth is that depends upon God, not upon you. And so Jesus in that context is saying, think about it. You are the salt of the earth. You're not, you're not flavorless. You're not worthless. He's, he's saying this, but the enemy will use this as a trick against us to talk us out of being salt. And I want you to be a wise about the scheme of the enemy and hear this. Jesus is saying you're the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it loses its flavor? He's talking about look at what God has done, not about what you are not doing. Look at what God has put into you. Look at what God has made you. He is not measuring your, your effectiveness. He is declaring God's empowerment, God's ability and inability, his ability through you. And so he talks about how you, you are full of flavor. You are full of worth. Keep going here. And then he compares salt to light. And he doesn't say you should be light, but look how bad you are failing. No, he declares you are the light of the world and you have been put on a hill to shine out. And so let's move on and look at this salt as it relates to what God has done, not what you should be doing. You are salt. You have been made flavorful. Look at Luke chapter four, 14. It says salt is good for seasoning. But if it loses its flavor, how can it be made salty again? Flavorless salt is neither good for the soil or for a manure pile. It is thrown away. Anyone who has ears to should listen and understand. I want you to listen and understand. Jesus is not saying you have failed. Jesus is saying this is who you are. You are salt. You have flavor. God's flavor is within you. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Salt enhances flavor. And so stop hearing it as immediately, look how bad you're failing. And start looking at what God has done. And so step up and be the salt of the earth. Because it depends upon God, not upon you. 
Please hear it in the way in which Jesus meant it. He is not declaring us failures. He is declaring his God faithful. Our heavenly father is faithful. We say more about God's ability to make us salt than we do ourselves when we buy into the enemy's lie that we have failed at being the salt of the earth. If you feel like a failure, you will eventually stop trying. And Jesus is not declaring you a failure, me a failure. If he did, wouldn't he have to say our heavenly father has failed in his mission? This does not depend upon you and me, earthly vessels, to accomplish the divine. God has declared you are salt. You have flavor. You have worth. Be the salt of the earth. Look at Mark 9, verse 50. You must have the qualities of salt among yourselves and live in peace with each other. So more is taught in scripture about the impact of salt. The impact of salt God is making us to have is peace. And yet salt, if you've ever put it in a wound, stings. But the outcome that God is looking for is peace. How can that be? If it goes into broken vessels who can have a bad attitude, who can misunderstand people, who can read people wrong, and I'm the salt of the earth, and here I am, broken, dysfunctional, and, and I, my salt, if it's left up to me, will sting. I will beat people up and use people to get things, and yet Jesus taught us to use things to bless people, and the outcome is peace. There's something about salt God wants to give you that you don't have unless you allow the salt from the heavenly shaker, almighty God, to come into your life and it will result in peace. Anybody living in a world that needs some peace today? God's provision is salt. Now, you might think, how does salt and peace go together? I don't get it. But this is the supernatural power of God. And so be salt on a divine level, not on an earthly level. Look at Job 6, verse 6. Job is full of questions, and here's one of them. Don't people complain about unsalted food? Does anyone want to taste the white? Of the uh, Anyone want the tasteless white of an egg? Maybe you do, but nine out of 10 people want some salt on their eggs because it enhances the flavor. And if you look for it, the Bible teaches us what Jesus is talking about when he says you are salt of the earth. I have a question for you. Why salt? Think about it. Why salt? Some of you are in India and you pride yourself on King Chile. Why didn't Jesus say you are the King Chile of the world? You are the hottest chili pepper, the ghost pepper, the ha habanera. You are the hottest of the hottest of all peppers worldwide. Why didn't he say that? Why didn't he say you are the coriander? What is one of your favorite spices? You are the basil of the earth. You are the paprika of the earth. You are the oregano of the earth. Why salt? Think about it. There's something Jesus is declaring when he says you are the salt of the earth. The truth is, 
God has created the human body to need salt. You have salt in your body, a balance of pH that if it is too low, it will be unhealthy. And if it's too high, it could be deadly. There is a balance of salt in every one of our bodies. Salt is used for flavor. Salt is a preservative. Before there was refrigeration, fish would be cured by salt. Ham, pork would be cured by salt. It is a preservative. Salt is healing. Have you ever been told by your dentist or by your doctor to wash your mouth out with salt, to gargle with salt? It can heal a sore throat. If there's blisters in your mouth, it will heal. Salt is healing. Salt enhances flavor. Well, Jesus said, you will bear much fruit. And this whole series of you are is dependent upon God's provision, not your performance. You need to hear that. And so Jesus said, and you will be my witnesses. And the same Jesus that said, you will be my witnesses said, you are the salt of the earth. And Jesus is deliberate in these words saying you are what will you are what God will use to attract people to himself. You are who God will use to heal people. You are who God will use to give life to people. God is going to use you as the salt of the earth to be a preservative in our world of truth, of culture, of of the character of God. And so he uses our crackpots, our human vessels, to be his divine salt shaker into the world. And you and I will either have ears to hear and we will understand or we will live obli oblivious to this. And we will not depend, be reliant on him to do what he has spoken over all of our lives. You are the salt of the earth. Salt attracts our taste buds. How many of you like popcorn without salt? I actually, if I could be honest, the more salt, the merrier whenever it comes to popcorn. I actually do not want to continue to eat popcorn if it doesn't have salt on it. I don't like, so some of you know that over in India, about maybe 10 years ago, they finally discovered French fries. We were out in a rural village. Actually, this was 20 years ago. Sorry, I'm getting old. 20 years ago, we were out in a rural village and we stopped by this stall and nothing on the menu made any sense to me. <clears throat> and so they said, do you want some finger chips? I have no clue what finger chips is, but I love the word chips. So I said, sure, I want some finger chips. They brought me French fries. I was shouting hallelujah, praise the Lord. You know, there's just that moment that, you can get enough curry and you can get enough hot spice that a French fry tastes very good uh, in the middle of nowhere in India. And um, so they taught me the, the importance of finger chips. I loved it. And our host pastor, Pastor Raja, if you're on the show, uh, say hello uh, if you're watching. But um, I cannot go to India and go to Pastor Raja's place and there not be finger chips there sitting in front of me. 
from that point forward, every time I go, there are, yeah, there, there we go, Pastor Raja. There is finger chips. I love you and I love French fries, but do you know the saltier, the better? We all love salt on popcorn. We all love salt on finger chips, on French fries. There's something that you want to have salty in your life because your body is made up of some a certain balance of salt. We need salt and it makes the potato attractive. It makes the popcorn attractive. And God is saying, if you will let me, I will use you and make you very attractive to God. People will look at you and become attractive to me. Um, Tracy, put the last part of verse five back up there. I want you to see this phrase here. In the very end, it says, so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. So that everyone will praise your heavenly father. Okay, you can take it down. And I have a question for me and for all of us. Whenever it comes to people witnessing your life, does it result in them praising your heavenly father? Now, that doesn't mean you don't have trouble. You don't have sickness. You don't have sadness. But characteristically, even through the trouble, even through the sickness, even through the trials, can your life result in other people praising our Heavenly Father? That's what he's saying. I am going to fill you so much with my presence that it's going to be a seasoning into the world around you. And people are going to become attractive to me as you live your life in front of them. Does your life attract the praise of God in the lives of people? And I'm, I'm not asking you with doubt, with suspicion, with a sense of you have to say no. I want you to say yes, Kevin. And if you can't be confident about it, I want you to realize God wants you to be confident about it. That's what he's saying. You will be the salt of the earth and people are going to be so attractive to me as a result of how you live your life. And I want to warn you here, the more attractive you are for God, the more jealousy you're going to encounter from others. And I'm not going to preach that point, but, but it's a reality that if you're experiencing jealousy and don't, don't think people are going to come into your life and they're going to say, well, I'm so jealous of you. And they're, they're going to announce why they're working against you. They're just going to criticize you. They're going to doubt you. They're going to um, speak badly of you or maybe something that you've done in your life. Um, and you need to allow God opportunity to say the spirit here is jealousy. And I need you to ignore the jealousy and stay true to me. But we do not forsake the need in our dark day, our broken day, to be attractive, made attractive by God for his glory so that other people will praise him. Don't fear jealousy. I just want you to be aware of it. And when you encounter it, it should confirm, wow, God, look at what you're doing. Like there is value or people would not be criticizing it. And so listen to what God is saying and saying you are the salt of the earth. 
Sometimes even your best efforts for God is going to rub people the wrong way. Be misunderstood. Jesus was. Don't think you're any different. But be the salt to the praise of God. Live your life that others might praise our Heavenly Father. And, and so go back to that degree of peace. You being salt should be as a peacemaker, not as a, not as a warrior in slapping people around for righteousness sake. No. We should be salt to bring peace into people's life. Now, that doesn't mean that everyone is going to trust our intentions and speak speak positive of us. It just means that our heart, our intent is to bring about the peace of God in people's lives so that they will praise our Heavenly Father. And salt will sting for a moment, but the healing will go far beyond that sting. And Jesus teaches us to speak the truth in love. Do you know people who are good about putting people in their place, speaking the truth, but it's foreign with love? That's not what Jesus is talking about here when he says you are the salt of the earth. So um, I want you to just understand God empowers us to invite others to taste and see that the Lord is good. We will attract people to God. So the goal of salt, light, lamp, we're talking about all these words is so that everyone will praise our Heavenly Father. God empowers us to bear much fruit. So I want you to hear these points before we pray. And that is the enemy wants you to hear expectation and feel guilty. And if you're hearing this message and you hear God is expecting so much of me and I'm only human, but yet he wants me to be divine. And I feel so guilty that I can't be God and I can't be perfect. You're hearing it through the enemy's lens and not through your heavenly father's. And so that's the reality. But now look at the truth. The truth is God wants us to hear empowerment and feel reliant. You cannot produce peace. I love you. You're good. I trust your behavior is honoring to the Lord. But in your best efforts, my best efforts, God, the Bible says is filthy rags. If there is going to be peace as a result of my life, it will come because of Almighty God, not because of Kevin. Be relying on God to bring about peace. We say we want world peace. It's got to start right here. Be a peacemaker. Be the salt of the earth. Rely on God to use your life to bring peace in your marriage, in your family, in your church, in your community. Whenever it comes to people praising God as a result of your life, you and I will miss the mark. But if we will rely God, the one who said, and you will be my witnesses, he will absolutely position us to be attractive to people around us for his glory. Let's pray together. And as we pray, I just want to pray these words of declaration over you. Will you hold out your hand before the Lord? And will you receive what Jesus declares? The world is full of negative self-talk. Maybe already today, your ears and your mind, your heart have been disturbed with negative self-talk. I want you to repeat the declaration of our God. 
and I'm praying this truth over you. Heavenly Father, thank you for this truth. You are light. You are salt. You are lamp. You are city. You are priest. You are holy. Father, I pray that you would give us all ears to hear this, hearts to experience it, eyes to see it. Father, that you would allow our hands to hold it, to receive it, our feet to take action on it in total reliance on you. God, empower, baptize us with your fire that we would not depend upon human efforts. We would not see what we could produce in our own strength, but we would witness the supernatural miracles of our God as we seek your presence, your empowerment, and we allow you to do the work that only you can do in us and through us. Come and have your way. Meet every need. Bless every person watching. Meet their needs. Take care of them. Give them ample supply. Feed those that are hungry. Heal those that are sick. Provide for education and land and houses and church and baptistry and bikes and Bibles and everything needed to make us the salt of the earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Will you repeat after me? I am, say it. I am salt. Put it into the chat. I am salt. Everyone watching, put I am salt. I want you to declare it. Receive it from the Lord. It doesn't depend upon you. That's good news. This is a download of empowerment from your Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, I am salt. Say it. Declare it. Live it. I am salt. I am salt. I will produce peace. My life will produce praise to Almighty God. I am salt. I will bring flavor as people taste and see that the Lord is good. I am salt. So help me God. Yes. Yes. So I will be back every week in the, in the near um, future with these declarations. Today is salt. We will be looking at lamp next week. And after that, city after that. Um, so these are powerful words. And I can't wait to see you back here next time on the Kevin White Show. Make sure you subscribe. Never miss an episode. I love you. I'm praying for you. You pray for me. Thank you for subscribing, commenting, and sharing the Kevin White Show. Visit KevinWhite.us for Kevin's blog, videos, books, and more. All geared toward helping you prosper in the presence of God. That's KevinWhite.us. Kevin's books are available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Contact Spirit Media for all your publishing and marketing needs at SpiritMedia.us. Spirit Media, taking the message of God through the people of God to the nations. Visit SpiritMedia.us today. Join the generosity movement at SM Gives, a federally recognized 501c free organization. All gifts, tax deductible, 100% of every gift used to share the good news of Jesus in all 195 nations around the world. This has been The Kevin White Show. 
Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program copyright, Kevin White International, all rights reserved. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show with another powerful message of encouragement, strength, and comfort from God.